Hey, you guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the Soul Looks Life podcast. I'm Kristen, your host. I'm so excited about today's guest, you guys. I'm going to give you guys some time to tune in. We're going to play this short little intro video. If y'all don't know Mike, you're going to get to know him tonight. So let's go. Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. Everyone, that's tuned in. Super excited, Mike. How did you like my intro? Dude, you you super official. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be like so legit and just so on top of it. <laughs> nah, for sure, for sure. I'm sending out, I'm sending out these, uh, this link to um, share the video now. Yeah, send it to the crew, to the fam. Like, look, if your family get on, that's a thousand people right there. <laughs> oh, top. This is so many. I'm so excited that you're here, finally, friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How have you been? How How was your day? Oh, man, it's been good. Just working, trying to get to a bag, making sure I was ready for you tonight. So you said getting to a bag. We'll start right there. <laughs> hey man, let's start. Let's start. So define getting to a bag. What's getting to a bag to you? Uh, I mean, I would hope it's first of all to get a bag, right? <laughs> and secondly, uh, just a hustle, any type of hustle. I won't go into detail on that or specifically. You know, just get to some money. Making some money. Money, yeah, making more money than spending, pretty much. Most definitely. I'm always trying to get to a bag. A bag for me, just like a blessing. That's what I see like my bag as. Because it's not always money, you know? It could be. Okay. Okay. You're going pretty deep right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, you got a bag just sitting on the couch sipping your water. Some people don't have that luxury. Look at you. Take so a good. glass of <laughs> So love life, baby. You too. <laughs> so love life. I love it. So for the people that don't know you, kind of give yourself an introduction. Who are you? Who's Mike? Who's Star Grove? Kind of how did how did you get to where you are today? Okay. Uh my name is Mike Hargrove. I'm from Grenada, Mississippi. Uh, I was actually born in Columbia, Mississippi. A lot of people might not know. But I, I didn't was, even know that. Yeah, I was born in Columbus. Uh, me and Amanda were born in Columbus, actually. Really? Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, but I was definitely, most definitely raised in Grenada, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. uh, going to church, <laughs> going to school. You doing my thing with my friends, my compadre, uh, and uh, just making music, doing what I love. Uh, and here I am today. Here you are today. So kind of tell everybody how you know me, how you have the luxury of knowing I mean, it was, you know, I was thinking about that today. Like, do we go back to like Powell Chapel daycare? You feel me? Like, people don't even know. It's a lot of people who came through Powell Chapel daycare, first of all. Secondly, you know, people wouldn't even know that we go back to that dude. I know. We were like friends back then. Mike was like mean back in daycare. He used to make kids cry at the daycare, y'all. For real? I did it for real. Yeah, you did. He used to get in trouble for making people cry. Lord have mercy. I'll never forget we were playing this one game. And I'm not going to say the person because they were told We were playing a little game where, you know, you like sit in a circle and somebody starts a whisper and you whisper it like around the circle. Right. And by the time it got to this particular person, it was something mean about them and like, and I was the one who started. I want to say you started. Dude, you you probably was the one who started. I know I didn't. I know I didn't. That's funny. So how how far back does your love for music go? You mentioned off top you have a love for music. We mm -hmm. all do. <laughs> yeah. So kind of tell us, like, when did you first realize that? You know, music was your thing. You really had like a love for music. Man, it's it's wild. So I went back home um, the weekend of my birthday uh, for um, my god brother Will Washington. His mother, Miss Lou, got a red her soul. I know. I went back for her funeral, but while I was there, uh, I got put on game. So uh, it was this group called Young Inspiration or Y Inspo. And it was like a, a quartet group, which uh, it was Will Washington, Tia, Sheraton Richardson, Demarcus Hudson. I think that was like and Jonathan Tilly and Demarcus Robinson. I think those were the original, like the core members. And maybe Bernard Rimmer too, right? <laughs> crazy lineup, right? And so I was the young guy in the uh, singing group. So it was like a quartet singing group. And so that that's really probably where it started. And then that transitioned to me like that. Um, because like one of my friends, he stepped in I'm like a local record. And so, um, you know, my love for music, not just singing, but music in general, it kind of translated into the old rap learn how to make beats, all of that, and then it just kind of went from there. So I say it, it, was, like, it, it was like a seed or something when I was like eight or nine, ten, you know what I'm saying? But so were you, were you like singing in the choir, like the church choir? Oh, yeah, for sure. I was, I done sung in every section of the choir you that they got the soprano. Hear something. Go on, sing something for it. 
We are going to have some entertainment for y'all tonight, just so you know. So definitely be ready. Look, we already have some people in the comments. Might say, my brother, we in there, cuz. You can see him. You should be able to see him. Look to the right of your screen. Do you see comments? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay yeah. There you go. We see him. Okay. Y'all okay. better come through. <laughs> yeah, I said it in my little family uh, text message through this. So I, I told y'all his family show up. They're going to show out. They're going to support. <laughs> so how would you say um, how important is a good support system for you? Everything, man. You know, uh, one thing I learned uh you know, family are all you got. Yeah, people. sure. You know, um, especially for me. Uh, yeah. Being in Grenada and like a lot of my family being out of state, other than my immediate family. Um, you know, you I grew up with a central community and you know, having family within the community or you know, more so church members, I suppose, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. but Although they were church members, they always real people. You know, yeah. they were like holier than God, you know, a bunch of condemned. You know what I mean? It was more so real family. Um, although it was a you know, blood family out of state, um, I definitely still, you know, know the family within the community of the native that I grew up in. So mm -hmm. I always love. You know, family and the support system is to me that's, that's the most important thing. Like those are the relationships that I really uh, focus on nurturing, focus on making sure um, they are strong as possible. You feel me? Mm -hmm. The relationship that I have with my family. So. Most definitely, family is everything to me too. Because like when you have absolutely nothing else. It's good to always have your family um, to fall back on. They're there supporting you. Um, if you need anything, like family just looks out. And I'm just so grateful. That's one thing that I, def I definitely pray and thank God for and that I'm grateful for is family. Right. Because, you know, without a support system, like you honestly have nothing. So yeah. we're going to get into some music here. <laughs> And, and look, if y'all don't know, first of all, Michael, tell us what you're doing. You're in Atlanta, right? For those that don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm living in Atlanta. So I've been here in Atlanta for like uh, a year now. Mm -hmm. uh, and pretty much, you know, it was, it's all a part of a plan that I participated uh, when I graduated from, uh, from Delta State, from doing my program at Delta State. Um, which I did a year at a radio station in Greenwood. And after that year of experience, then, you know, kind of understanding, the, you know, the public broadcasting uh, business, you know, I decided that it was time for me to, um, to you know, move forward. You know. And so I'm in Atlanta now um, running my company, uh, BMG Growth Music. 
which is uh, named after my grandfather, Grover. Mm. The late great Grover. His name was Grover? His name is Ernest Hargrove. His, his name is the same name as my daddy's name. So mm. my dad is junior. His dad is the same. Yeah. And so um, they used to just call him Grover. Grover. Yeah. Okay, Grover. I like that. Yeah. So if y'all don't know, Michael has been big and trying to sign me to promote Grover. <laughs> <laughs> Look. You know, uh, one step at a time, one day at a time, it definitely takes plan and patience uh, and, you know, uh, preparation and, you know, executing the plan. And so that's what we need this platform that you have. Us doing what we're doing right now is all a part of a bigger plan. Okay. Oh, it most definitely is. Okay. Someone said they hear some feedback. Um, turn the volume down on your computer just a little bit. Maybe now. Am Based I good? Now. Testing. One, two. Test, test. My chat. Everybody. What's up, you guys? We have a Dontel. They said get on board. Ethan, my boy Mike, Tara, Rio, Gloria. Thank you all for tuning in. Definitely share this video. Yeah, share this. Um, share this wonderful talent we have on air with us tonight. <laughs> well, you see the thing about the feedback. Oh, it was a message. Somebody sent a message. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Most definitely. Um so kind of tell us how your experience at Delta State was, um, like going through the DMI program. Were there other rappers going through that program or um, like other hip hop artists? Most definitely. Um, so the DMI, man, that was, that was a great experience um, that I might have, I feel like, I ain't gonna say I took it too serious, but I took it very serious. Uh, maybe more serious than a lot of other students took it. Maybe I, I ain't sure, but I got wrapped up in it real heavy. Um, but you gotta understand, I went, I attended to them, and then I left for a few years, and I came back. So I tell people like it was two different DMIs. I went, I went like in 2008, first high school, and then um. I came back and like I I went from 2008 to 2010, and then I came back in like 2013, maybe 2014, something like that. And so um, it was it was just a different program as far as just uh, where first of all it started up as a interdisciplinary study program, and then eventually went to. Um, uh, entertainment industries is it entertainment industry study where you can either concentrate in audio engineering or business entrepreneurship, right? And so I uh, concentrated in uh, audio engineering, but the experience was great, man. I got to really work with a lot of high end technology. I went to Washington, D.C. to the White House. I met uh, Michelle Obama. And okay, Michelle. Yeah, Janelle Monet and um, Patty LaBelle 
And then I went to uh, LA uh, to the Audio Engineering Society Conference, um, all through the DMI program, you know what I mean? And, you know, uh, I interned at Royal Studios in uh, Memphis, Tennessee with Boo Mitchell, Willie Boo Mitchell, which um, you just gotta go look him up. But that's the same studio Al Green recorded all of his records. So when that really? the studio I interned at. So that just tells you what my experience at the DMI was like. You feel me? It was great. Yeah. So it definitely um, allowed you to have that experience. It opened a few doors for you, it sounds like, letting you get out there. Um, you're meeting Michelle, recording into a studio where Al Green recorded. I love it. So during that time um, between, you said you stopped, you went, you stopped, then you went back. During that period when you stopped, um, did you ever think about like stopping, giving up, like just not pursuing it? Um, I mean, honestly, man, never. Uh, the reason, I mean, when you say stop, you're talking about school, right? Yeah, so I I left school to pursue the music full time. Really? Yeah. So, what, <laughs> so when, when you were doing music full time, Mm -hmm. um, what what exactly did that consist of? Like making beats? Were you recording your own music? And Pretty much, I mean, that's when I did that. I I dropped the classic, so I left. I left Delta State, then I dropped. Shout the out class. to the classic that's still in my uh is <laughs> on my playlist now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna re-release it uh, for everybody who ain't heard the classic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's when I released. So when I left the State, I released the classic. Um, and um, that's how that went. So it was just pretty. And Kenfolk Baggy, with shout out to Sheldon Baggy, he was my shout manager. Yeah. So I left. I left for uh, Delta State and went to Oxford and was living on his couch. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. And so, um, you know, every day we woke up, it was just a grind. It was a hustle. You know. Mm -hmm. um, we had, you know, we would take our plans, write them down, put them on like the big, the big boards or whatever, and you know, just execute and come up with different ways, you know, you know, come up with different ways to to really uh take advantage of the market that we were dealing with at the time. You definitely have to write it down and make it plain. That's what a lot of guests that have come on here and said, like they have whiteboards in their rooms where they yeah. write down their vision, they write down their goals and right. they, um, you know, pray over and meditate every day. Just wake up, seeing it there, holding themselves accountable because it's pretty much in their face. Um, right. So, yeah, I do want to watch the late night video. Okay. So um, are you ready? Yeah, I mean, I would like to make the introduction if, if you come know. on intro. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to just throw it on the people. Look, so what we have <laughs> here is my latest piece of work. Um, it's called Late Night. Mm -hmm. It's definitely for the ladies. You know, I love women of all all races. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, it's just for the ladies. You yeah. I hope that the men enjoy it. You're gonna, you're gonna have to enjoy it if the women enjoy it, you know what I'm saying? But it's called Late Night. It's some real nice, real player, you know what I'm saying? Macaroni, you feel me? <laughs> and, uh, 
I'm gonna let you go later, Chris. Okay. Let's go. So y'all check it out. Get in the comments. Let us know what y'all think. Um, you can find this on YouTube. So here we go. you up late night i guess you know you say it in the song she was your boo thing i want to say yeah man it, um, was, it was it was all love but it was one of those situations where you know it was just it was what it was and it, it wasn't what it wasn't yeah you know? um 
But you know, after a while, you get kind of lonely, and you, you you start thinking about something you miss it. So I just wanted to capture that emotion and put it on wax. It's like mm-hmm. everybody kind of go through that stage where they miss that that person um, that they were dealing with, you know. And whether it was good or bad, it still come a point where it's like you still miss them. I mean, I guess it's just a point of loneliness, I suppose. You know what I mean? Most definitely. And that's like a very dangerous area. You don't want to get in that period of feeling lonely because, you know, you might start going back and doing things you have no business doing. Um, You hear Grant over here acting up. I mean, turn up. You know, I love it. You have to I'm trying to turn up with him. You feel it. He doesn't turn down. He doesn't stop. Um... So what's next for you, like with the music? What's next for you with Grover Music Group? And you answer that, and you know, I'm gonna be a mom real quick. So entertain. Okay. Do your thing, man. What's happening, to everybody? We we out here. But uh, what's next for Grover Music Group is just continuing to um, lay a foundation, um, not only for artists, uh, but for producers and just young big businessmen and women of the music industry who want to be involved in the music industry. Um, and I just go back on to tell you again, Chris, I was just saying like, what's next is just continuing to, you know, solidify a solid foundation um, mm-hmm. for the company and uh, provide opportunities mm-hmm. for not only other artists, but other producers, other videographers, other, mm-hmm. you know, Photographers, um, graphic makeup artists, makeup artists. You know what I mean. Um, the sky's the limit, man. You know it's it's so many aspects to the music business that people don't really think about or understand. Um, that you can make so much good money for, you can make a living off of, and you would never you never have to be seen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And so that's the those are the opportunities and the positions that I'm trying to provide. Um, through a network of relationships that, that are built over time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, right now isn't the time to be trying to, you know, do a bunch of stuff for a, a bunch of other different people. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Do it for yourself. And so, yeah, that's it, though. Um, just continuing to drop dope-ass music. You know what I mean? Dope visual. You know, be creative if possible. I mean, that's what we out here to do. We out here to push the envelope, in, you know, especially for where we come from, you know, as far as the perspective of Mississippi, you know, what people think about, you know, when they think about Mississippi, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it's it's time to show them, like, we just as creative, if not more creative, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Good, not better. <laughs> Might be the greatest. It's a lot of talent in Mississippi, and I'm super excited. You are my first um, like hip hop artist that I've had on the podcast. So shout out to you. Um, <laughs> that accomplishment. Super excited about that. Um, so how's your family? Oh man, everybody good. Everybody is love, man. You know, um, my sister got married not too long ago, so. Uh, I know, I know. See, you know, CP, you know, so 
It's love. It's love, man. I mean, everybody doing good, working. My you know, pandemic, man, it was kind of crazy, but I think in the end, it was a, it was pretty beneficial for a lot of people out here. So, yeah. So, did the pandemic kind of affect you and your music, or did it kind of just like make you go harder because you had to be in the house quarantined? Yeah, man, uh, it, it definitely made me go pretty. It made me go pretty hard. I mean, like, I feel like. You know this this whole late night situation is a uh, is a result of, of that. You know what I'm saying? The quarantine baby. This is yeah, well, the thing is, so I recorded late night in 2017, right? Oh wow! Yeah, so um, it was just it, I would just say it was kind of time. You know what I mean? And I knew I wanted to do something for the late for women. Mm. You know? Um, it's just because that's what I want to do. Okay. I love women. You feel me? Okay. So, yeah. Speaking of which, I believe I saw a question on here. The ladies want to know, is there a special someone? Are you taking? Are you on the market? You didn't see that. You didn't see that question. <laughs> I'll let you know I'm single. <laughs> I'm single and ready to mingle, baby. No, I'm single, though. I'm definitely single. Okay. That's like a confidently single. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, you know, it's a lot of work to be done. So I definitely have to be dealing with somebody, you know, to understand, you know, what's ahead. Shout out to Rick Watson, DSU alumni in this. Look, all y'all gonna be at Justin State's home coming this year. Don't act like y'all not. What's up, Deshaun Robinson? Plenty of <laughs> uh, my brother. Yeah. Uh huh. I love it though. So, you mentioned you did work at a radio station. So, right. So, the how? Station. Hold on. It was the big station. WGNL 104.3, the big station. Are we on the big station? Everybody who was out there, they already know what was going on. See, this is what was going on behind that microphone when I was in the zone. <laughs> Not the radio, boys. Only on the big station, you could have called me every day. Well, Monday through Friday, 67 p.m. <laughs> The Blues Cruise. <laughs> WBNL 104.3. That is too funny. So do one. Do one about, about my real estate business because, you know, I'm always trying to promote that. So, like, tell them if they want to buy or sell a house. How, how would you do a commercial for me on the radio? So what's the, what's the, what's the, what, give me, like, what you would want it to, like, the content. Okay. Um, kind of say, you know, if you're looking to get pre-approved, give us a call today. We'll help you find a house, get your credit in line. If you want to buy or sell. What's the, what's the name of it? Uh, Crispin Watson, Wiley Lee Holmes. Who? Wiley Elite Holmes. I told him that we're going to have to get you to do our jingle. And he thinks Wiley, it's okay. Wiley Elite Holmes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me think. Go ahead, put us some music behind it. Right. Let us see this creativity on it on air. 
<laughs> no, you gotta pay for that. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> he said we gotta pay for that. That sounds. That sounds. It's, too, it's too much. I'm gonna have to really dig deep. Mm-mm. I feel like doing it right now. I was about to, but now nah, I thought about it. They gotta <laughs> pay for that. The equipment, like wait. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, man. That, hey, people don't understand, man. That radio station business, man. It is. It is something. Yeah. Um, and it's really all about advertisements. Mm. And I don't want to spill the beans and put too much game out there because it's definitely to be sold. But it, you know, um, that's pretty much what the, that's because you got to understand. Radio stations have to pay royalties to these artists with the music they play. Really? That's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they okay. pay. They pay the artists to play their music on the radio. Mm. That's how that's how artists get paid. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as royalty, like the radio stations have to pay a certain percentage to these companies, like a BMI or ASCAP mm-hmm. or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So just FYI, free game to people. But the advertisement is how the radio stations make their money. So you know. When you, when you think about like election time, right? You got to know, man. Whoo, there's some good money coming through the radio stations right now. Oh, they blowing up off these ads right now. Yeah, because they paying plenty good money to you. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So these advertisements on these radio stations. So that's one thing I learned. And so when I tapped into that, I realized, okay, these people actually need great production for these commercials. Mm. You know what I'm saying? High quality audio, right. catchy you know jingles. Yeah, you know, hey, I do that in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't even do it for us on air right now. Right, because they pay for that. That's what they pay for. Michael, I pay you with love. What do you mean? I mean, I love you too. Very no back with love, girl. <laughs> Oh, we, love. Still, we out here. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. is no price, but it's good. I love it though. Um, so have you ever thought about having another artist kind of shadow you? Would you be open to something like that if they're wanting to learn the ropes or kind of learn how to make beats and things of that nature? Most definitely. Um how important are mentors to you? Because that would be like more, more of a mentor role. Yeah, you know, I've had quite a few mentors in my life, but it was never, it was never like, it was like never said, you know, it was like what's understood ain't got to be explained. Explained, period, Pooh. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I just, I knew what I liked, in the, you know, I knew what I kind of had an admiration for in these people. And right. so I gravitated towards them and I learned from them. And you know, I took what they showed me and added my little twist to it. There you have so it. So I feel like, you know, as far as me being a mentor, I'm willing to do it, but I just know as far as just the time, you know, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if I have the time to turn around and make sure that somebody paying attention. So they have to just like come ready. You don't have the time to really. I mean, at this at this point right now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like I ain't saying that I never, 
you know. Um, but just right now, like I don't, I don't know if I have the discipline to turn around and, you know, I'm not like an instructor or a teacher right now. <laughs> I feel because like right now, you know, is 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 we still in the process of making making certain things happen. Now, if somebody yeah, was to come along, so huh? you're still grinding yourself, so you kind of want to get to a point to where you really have the time to really dedicate and put towards that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that's the thing. If I'm doing something, I'm dedicated to what I'm doing. And I'm passionate about passionate about what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And so uh I say again, if somebody wanted to come along and just kind of observe and watch and take what they see and go do their own thing, you know, I would be more than happy because I ain't never, you know, uh I'm never like not willing to show what I know. Anybody oh, yeah, a lot with me, especially on the music side. So I've been learning. Yeah. You know, it, like I'm always willing to help. Uh, so it's, it's it's in our DNA. I heard that. Check out Cut. <laughs> what's up? Hey. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's going on, man. It's a whole lot of grinding. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of hustling. A whole lot of grinding, a whole lot of hustling. So were you rooting for the Lakers? Um, you know, I, I don't want to say I was rooting for the Lakers, but I knew they were going to win. It was kind of in your head that they were going to win. You know, it's just, it's, it's, this has been one hell of a year. Hadness. Oh, don't even get me started. R.I.P. Kobe. Oh. You feel me? Kobe! Came, oh, I know. Rest his soul. Then this whole thing. me. Um, I kind of it's like you know it's it's like it's almost like it's a part of the legacy, you know it had to happen, you know what I mean? It oh, just yeah. had to. And then you know LeBron, he you know he kind of stood up on the whole social injustice thing, and and you know kind of really they walked out and whatever they wanted to happen, it happened, and they came back and played. Mm-hmm. Of course they had to be. It's all a part of the story. It's all a part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back and get you some popcorn, baby. Do you hear me? Because you just don't know what's next. And you just can't let this stuff catch you off guard. It's like, honestly, the things I've been through in life, like nothing really catches me by surprise anymore. Like if bad things happen, I'd be like, like okay, like how am I going to tackle this? What's next? Like let's you know, really no point in dwelling in it, you know? At this point, we pretty much numb to it. Yeah. Because so many people are dying. Like, so many people I know, young people, like our age, younger than us, like, passing away. Um, Real talk. So, it's just, it's like an eye-opener. I really think God is getting everybody's attention. Um... Definitely telling us to draw closer to him if we haven't already. Um, don't make me preach because you know I will. No, <laughs> 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 get me started, but it's for real though. It's just one of those things. Um, COVID has really taught me to really um, 
be more authentic, um, focus on the things that really matter. Mm-hmm. Love and love, be happy. Don't be sitting here holding grudges. Things of that nature, just, you know, <laughs> letting <laughs> go, opening new doors, meeting new people, all that. Most definitely. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's funny because I feel like I feel like I was, you know, doing the whole social distance thing way before. Before it was even a thing. I know, right? Like I'm not really dealing with a bunch of people on that type of level, you know. Um, you so can't. It wasn't, a, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, just really just taking the proper precautions. You know, I got, I got masks and gloves that'll last me to like, you know, 2023. I got a whole thing of them right over here. You have to go. So um, I don't know, but you know, y'all are out there in Atlanta wide open. Like nothing's going on. I haven't seen so many people out and about in the clubs and doing their thing. Not a mask in sight. Yeah, no, nah, I don't do the whole club thing. Now, you know, um, as far as just doing like things that of necessity, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's about as far as it goes on my end. So um, you're not like going to restaurants, you're not. Nah, if I if if I'm going to get food, I'm I'm just going to pick it up and come back home. Yeah, like I ain't. I'm not going out to eat. You were just telling me you were thinking about going to Houston. I was thinking about it, but I mean, <laughs> I said that I was gonna have an answer by the end of last week, which I didn't. So I don't think I'm gonna make it. Mm. Um, Okay. Yeah, I'm not going. I thought about it, mm. but I'm not. I'm not going. You feel? Did COVID kind of did did, <laughs> did it kind of influence your decision not to go, or you just you know? Yeah, no, nah, I don't think it had nothing to do with COVID. Yeah, like, but it just was. It, that wasn't that wasn't a part of that wasn't a part of my plan. I got some other stuff I got. Mm. I don't know, like plan plan things out type person. Like I need to know way in advance, like as much as in advance as I can know, that's how far in advance I need to know. I mean, it just, for me, it makes it, it makes it that much more of a better trip. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it makes it that much more of a better experience. When you yeah. I'm that type, like when I like go somewhere on a trip or something, like I will literally plan out my outfits in my head, like, you know, order them, get them, try them on, make sure they look right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm planning the wardrobe. I'm thinking more so activities where we gonna be doing. All that, like, cause I'm thinking about the activities we're gonna do. I have to get outfits to match that. And it's just a lot, a lot goes into it. It's women, right? Yeah, I know. Like you gotta get pampered before you go on a trip. You can't just go out there and just yeah. go out there. How about you just, you know, buy you buy your outfits when you get there? Like, <laughs> I like to know things in advance. <laughs> That's Ooh. gonna take the majority of my time on a trip. So hey, man. But hey, I'm all for it. You know, if somebody called me and be like, hey, babe, you want to, you know, 
Look, come hop on this private jet. We'll buy your clothes. We get there. Cool. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> so looks life, baby. It's so so looks life. Do you hear me? So looks life, baby. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk, though, I, I definitely want to, you know, still get that point across as far as just GMG and what's going on. Uh, we definitely got some more vid videos coming. Um, but like I said, it's something for people to really think about. Not only just as it pertains to my company, but whatever they trying to do, you know, um, when it comes to entertainment or music, I know like where we from, we got a lot of people that do it, right? You know, and I want people to kind of think outside the box when they, when they, when they thinking about this music, like you ain't gotta be the rapper. It's you ain't even got to be the person that's making the beats. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be the person that's on the phone making shit happen, you know, connecting the dots. I think that'll kind of be my role. If I don't, you know, pop off as the artist, which I am. But I mean, or you just, you, you, like, people don't understand, like, mm -hmm. like culture and the mind and how it really works. And, like, and I ain't gonna get too deep into it, but if you if if you somebody that stay fresh, more than likely you probably could be a stylist and you don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? That's, that's all I'm saying. You can tell you can look at somebody and be like, man, you know, if you wear them jeans with them shoes and throw that shirt on, ooh, I'm telling you. You feel me? Like it's like, you know, and so that's that's kind of what I'm trying to put into the minds of the people that's listening to me and that's following what I got going on. Mm -hmm. you know, I want them to understand my perspective on the industry and on, on what's being put down right now. Yeah, I do rap. Yeah, I'm pursuing, you know, this thing, you know, as an artist right mm -hmm. now, as you can see, I'm shooting videos and stuff, but that's, that ain't the end all be all. It's like, I'm looking for young professionals who, yeah. you know, who gonna be able to carry the torch? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When when it's all said and done. Most definitely. Um, Corinne said that's what I tell my students. Someone said perception and perspective is everything. That's so true. Yeah, man. What's that? Because when people think about like a music career, they think about being the artist. It's just like the first thing that comes to mind because that's what they see. That's really what you see with the naked eye when you like you hear the music and then you go look them up and you see a video and you see them dancing, having fun, throwing money, cool. Mm -hmm. But you don't see what all goes into that. The creative director that's getting paid to be out there. Um, like you said, the stylist, the um, videographer, the whole choreography team that's, you know, associated right. to make these projects happen. So like with Late Night, how long did that project take to shoot? I mean, maybe like five hours. Mm -hmm. We did it in one, one like one sitting though. I mean, it didn't take. It wasn't multiple days. It was just one location. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So shout out to my cousin. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to my cousin though. <laughs> yeah. Little fam, damn, you did. Little fam to the cousin. <laughs> but uh. Oh, so um, 
So like, how was that experience for you? So I said, there's always a technician needed, many different aspects and always multi-layered. Mm, most definitely. I want to be a writer. Like, um, see, realistically, me being an artist and, you know, I would debut some of my, my music on here. And if y'all don't know, Mike does all of my beats. Um, nobody but Mike. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but um, yeah, my goal is I like to write music. So, um, how how would you kind of advise someone that maybe wants to be a songwriter? Would they still have to, you know, get in front of labels, kind of sell themselves as an artist would, or? It just depends. Like it's different. It's different paths for different people. That's what, I, like, from what I've seen, um, just based off experience and like seeing other people's experience. It's different paths for different people. So I mean, it might be somebody that that's doing it, like that's doing music. That might be a singer or a rapper that you might just really believe in, and you know, you kind of team up with them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And cultivate some type of sound or some type of vibe, you know, um, that's just different from what's out there. And, you know, just push, you know, I mean, you could, you could, you can, you can go, you can, uh, you can, you can get a million dollars tomorrow or this year, right? Mm-hmm. And have to pay it back within a certain amount of time. Or you can grind for the next five years and get a million dollars and it's yours. And right, and you know, for anybody that may be lost, we're talking about these advances that y'all see artists right. this money that they just so magically got overnight. Um, that. A lot, of stuff ain't, a lot of stuff really ain't overnight. It just looked like yeah. it. You yeah, know, it's just like it's when they be, the paper boom, there's the check. Like, right, like, it just be looking like that. But these folks been grinding, grinding for just years. as long as we've been, you know, grinding. I don't know, because I saw an interview. I think it was like little baby or somebody. They asked him um, how long he been rapping, maybe right. But we ain't talking about how long he done had the relationships with these people. Well, I don't know. He was just like on his 10th song. That's the one that popped off his 10th song he ever recorded. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's all fine and dandy, right? That's cool. But he been knowing these people, and I ain't trying to get into all these folks business. But I'm, just <laughs> saying, I'm just saying like the facts are the facts. He was knowing these We We know you're going to watch this. We ain't trying to get in your business. <laughs> nah, it ain't that. I mean, it's the truth. Like, yeah. Like the industry based off relationships and networks. Because he he knew was it Migos? He been on all them folks. Like okay. well, he, you know, five to ten years, I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. So he you was know, like friends with them. Yeah. So he always been, you know, in the mix. Oh yeah, like connected in of course. So that's like, you know. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's different paths for different people. So when it when you think about when you start talking about a songwriter, you know. Um, getting around artists that actually need their help or they actually want the help of a songwriter. Mm. You know, or people that, that understand the concept, like, two minds are always going to be better than one. 
Most definitely. Look, when I found out Beyonce uses songwriters, I was like, look. <laughs> right. Even the greatest uses a songwriter. Like, right. Because right. you know, Neo wrote uh, Irreplaceable. Say what now? Neo wrote. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And somebody Neo. else wrote Single Ladies. Mm hmm. So just think about that, like the revenue that they're generating just from a mainstream artist like her, like really singing and putting in the work. So. Yeah. You know, or think about how, how, uh, give me an okay red on the track, Robert Pascal, I'm sorry. Uh, but you think about like Travis Scott, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody like Travis Scott. Uh, you know, he signed a T.I. Is he? Exactly. That's, wow. that's, <laughs> that's what I know. Like, like that's you know what I mean? Exactly. A lot of people wouldn't. And so, and, but those those are the type of significant stories that stand out to me that I like, that I explore and dig deep and find out, like, how did this happen? And how can I make this happen for myself or other people? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like I that. Travis. So I was watching a documentary on Netflix about him, just like when he gets in his creative zone. Man, this nigga got a meal at McDonald's, man. What are you saying? Have you had it? I had it because now I'm sitting well, I ain't went to a McDonald's if they actually got it. You know? I went to one, I had it though. It was pretty good. I mean, it's just like a what is it, like a Big Mac, I think. I don't know what it is. The fact that he got a meal at Mac is on the on the menu. <laughs> you feel me, you, dude? You know it's McDonald's in China. You feel? Me? <laughs> I'm not saying that his meal is there, but he, it very well could be. I'm sure it is. They are tuned and locked in, just like the rest of us. Because you know, music is like the universal language. They say it connects yeah. so many different people, no matter like what race you are, what what's your background, where you grew up. Like a good beat and a good song is gonna it's gonna stick, it's gonna catch. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every time. You know, and, and I just been blessed with a gift to make that type of stuff that, that just catch, you know. Just Ooh, it's like a hook, you hear me? <laughs> it just real us in, huh? Sometimes. <laughs> I love it. So, are are you gonna freestyle for us tonight? Yo, check it, check it. One, two, what it do? Chilling with KY in the crew. So loves life. So loves Mike. <laughs> After this here, I'm gonna take flight. Yeah, I know I could have did that. Mm -hmm. Nah, man. So, so like, um, what, what you got? What's, what's some plans for you, man? So it's like, this is what I want to tell everybody. You know, I appreciate the opportunity to be on this platform, first and foremost. You know what I mean? I appreciate Miss Crispin Watson, our, my host, our lovely host, my friend for a long, long, long time. But Dude, this chick here is a genius, y'all. Let's just—I just, just want to go on and put it out there. <laughs> so nobody else ever said it. 
I'll be the first on So Lux Life to put it out there now. You know what I'm saying? Like she highlight a lot of great people and a lot of uh, you know, talented people or whatever. But I try to book some great guests, you know. So looks life wouldn't be what it is without the wonderful people like yourself that come on and bless us for an hour. And the people that tune in, I definitely do appreciate you guys, the ones that share and support. We're definitely doing many great things with So Lux Life in the future. Um, right now, I'm really trying to focus on my real estate and my podcast. So, because I was told I focus on too many things, and I focus on my music too. And that's number two. <laughs> I got to like I don't know like. See, it started because I was supposed to do a website for Mike, which I'm still working on. But I was like, you know, hey, Mike, I need, you know, the beats that you're going to be selling on the site. <laughs> so, of course, I'm getting all the free beats coming right to my inbox. I'm listening to all of them and just, like, pulling the ones I like. But. Right. So, long story short, I sent this girl the beats to put on the website so I can sell Next thing I know, she's sending me songs to the beats. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I ain't going to call no names or nothing. I'm just saying. But, <laughs> they were sounding so good. And I, I love them songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happened, y'all. But at the end of the day, I'm glad she did it because it definitely is something there. You know what I mean? We're going to figure it out. Uh, and it might be 12 months from now. You feel me? But in hey. the meantime, in between time, we're going to grind. That's that's the beauty of, you know, who we are. It's like whether the music making money, whether the music generating a lot of money or entertainment, whatever, you know, you got to have multiple, multiple revenue streams Mm -hmm. so you can be able to do what you need to do yeah so you can live the life you want to live that's kind of my thing some people are okay with just you know getting by making ends meet that's cool for some people but just like the life that I want my kids to experience it's going to require like some real money so I try to work hard and do what I can for them because they they're constantly looking up to me. But like you said, that's the beauty of it, being able to kind of go at your own pace um, and kind of learn yourself along the way. I feel like when you find out who you are um, and you really tap into that and not worry about what people say or think or them judging you, that's when you really elevate. You can't, man. You can't. You, you just, you can't. You said a you said a mouthful right then. I mean that should have paralyzed you. Honest to God, true, really. You know you'll be sitting still. <laughs> really? The whole time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm proud of you. I'm I'm glad you know. I'm glad you're doing this. And um, you know, people. I just want people to understand. Like, dude, this all you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here. I'm, this cool, but I mean, y'all, I just want people to look at this right now because I'm telling you, man, this, this is, you know. This is from the house. That's what it gets from the studio. <laughs> 2020, Stroll Love's Life, 
We are super official. We, I, I want to just say thank you to everybody that tuned in. Most definitely. Um, the replay will be uploaded. Um, so make sure y'all are tuned in. Um, and thanks so much, Mike. You know, you are one of my favorite people. We have the best time. Michael is so funny, y'all. He and he put on tonight like he, he could have. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna do your platform like that. I'm gonna keep I'm it. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> you know, as I always do. I'm gonna keep it G, rated G. You feel me? And, uh, so make sure y'all like, share, subscribe. Um, you know, turn your notifications on. All y'all have this podcast app. I know y'all have an iPhone. If you don't, you have an Android. Go to your podcast app. Um, and you know, look us up, we're all on there. So, Michael, you do the same. What subscribe to the podcast? On the I think podcast. I already did. Oh, you probably did. You probably wrote me a review and everything. I mean, yeah, let's say I did all of that. <laughs> I probably asked him to y'all, he probably did it, or he might not have. Who knows? But thanks, y'all. I know, I know, I, I know, I went to the podcast thing because. I didn't know about it until you told me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when will it be? When will it be available? Um, I'll actually upload it tonight, so it should be available tomorrow for sure. So okay, it'll be the audio from this video. Correct. Man, see, that's what I'm saying, though. That's all I'm saying, though. What you saying, though, Mike? You, you, you dope. You dope, dude. Like, ain't too many people, you know, knowing how to do all that. It's just one of those things. Like, I tell people, honestly, it came from me being at a point to where I couldn't afford to pay people to do things for me. So mm -hmm. I really had to learn to do them myself. So, like... You just got to get out there and get it and let nothing stop you. Um, is what I want to tell people. Like, you want some fire graphics and you can't afford to pay $50 per graphic, you better download Canva and you better make it work and <laughs> try your best and just put your best foot forward. And there are different, um, and that's a whole nother episode. I could really put y'all up on games, how to get, like, really high-quality professional um, tech and things like that for a really cheap price. So, y'all stay tuned. We'll drop those gems in another episode. Anything yeah. else you want to say to the people, Mikey? Yeah, there you go, I'm man. Struggle breeds creativity. Amen. So true. Definitely true. The yeah. struggle will be real. Like, I don't, I'm not ashamed to say, like, I've been broke. I've been, hey, I've been there, but I'm here. Hey man, it's not, you know. Perception is reality, baby. Perception is reality. How you perceive your current situation determines a lot. Like you, and I've seen people to have so much money and be the most unhappiest person in the room compared to somebody that doesn't have a lot and they have so much joy because they just have happiness where they are in life. They're not worried about, you know tomorrow or the next day and things like that so 
once again, I love you, friend. Thank you so much for coming on. You are so amazing. So we out. <laughs> All right. No, no, it's life. <laughs>